Hello? Hello? So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Hi, welcome to You Know That Episode. I'm Trev. And I'm Victoria. We're two friends who watch too much TV. We break down iconic episodes of good shows. And bad. And explain why we feel the way we do. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9 of Sex and the City, titled Easy Come, Easy Go, which aired on August 6th, 2000. Now this is one of your favorites. What a freaking perfect episode. Like It is so good. The number of times I've watched this episode... <laughs> I keep saying that for every episode we've watched so far, but this one in particular, I yeah. like I just keep coming back to it because it's just so entertaining. It is so much fun to watch. It is, and like so many different things happen, and like there's so much tension. Um, I just love the juxtaposition of like Carrie when she's like with Aiden, and Big when he's with Natasha, and then Carrie and Big when they're with each other. Like I feel it's, like it's just so much different the two vibes of the relationships. One hundred percent. And in this episode, we see like all of them. Like we see how bored Big is with with Natasha. In a way, we start to see how Carrie is getting comfortable with Aiden. I wouldn't call it bored, but I would call it comfortable. And I think being comfortable is scary to her. I think so too. Which I can like almost understand to an extent. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just, I I really love this episode. I love the Samantha storyline in this episode. Me too. I think it's really I, yeah. funny. There's a lot of really good quotes that come in the Samantha portion. Um, and I feel like also, even with Miranda, like, she's going through her breakup with Steve. And I feel like there's some really good growth that happens for yeah. her. For Miranda in this episode. I agree. And we also see Bunny. Yes. Yes. It's just a, it's a good, it's a solid, funny episode. It's a solid one. Oh my God. And Char- of course, Charlotte's major storyline of she finally gets proposed to by Trey. And she's so sad. Oh my God. Charlotte, I have to say something. On this rewatch, this might ruffle feathers. Charlotte has been annoying me more than Miranda in this rewatch. Oh, I'm on the opposite of that. I think now Charlotte annoys me a lot less than Miranda does. I mean, I'm almost always annoyed by Miranda. And right now I feel... Lately in the episodes we've been watching, I found myself really annoyed with Charlotte. Especially in the next one we're going to talk about. Yeah. But I also feel a little bad for her in the next one we'll talk about. And we'll get to that. Okay. But I... So... My previous rewatches, the older I get, the more annoyed I get with Miranda. Me too. We've and talked the more, about this a little bit. Yeah, and the more empathy I kind of have for Charlotte in a weird way. Interesting. Because I feel like Charlotte is very... She is very confident in herself. She's just like a personality that is so foreign to me, which I think is why when I was younger and watching the show, I was like, well, how could she be like this? Like, I just don't understand how she's like this. Hmm. But now as I get older, I'm like, no, I understand how she's grown into this person. And I will say she does. I think she has maybe the most growth out of any of them. Other than Samantha, maybe. I feel like I understand Charlotte and that's never been my problem. Like, I understand who she is as a person and, and she has really strong morals and really strong, like, 
set of ideals that she wants her relationships to fit into. My problem's never yeah. been with like not understanding her and not like being able to relate to her. Like I'm fine seeing a character and not relating to them and I'm still able to enjoy that character. But for me, I feel, I think I just am so in disagreement with a lot of what Charlotte says and does that to me, I find her frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I believe me, at the end of the day, she is incredibly frustrating, especially with, like, I think a lot of the time she kind of sabotages her and her these relationships she has because the fact that they aren't the perfect man. Mm-hmm. And then we see that backfire on her when she does find the quote-unquote perfect man in Trey. So I, I get frustrated with her and, like, her general waspiness. Yes. But I have more empathy for something like that than I do for someone who's just, like, so self-defeating like charlotte will sabotage a relationship but at the end of the day she'll take care of herself and have self-respect miranda i think lacks self-respect a lot of the time i i charlotte frustrates me but i have more empathy for her than i do for someone like miranda because mm. miranda i'm just kind of like you're just you just have no confidence you have no respect or like self-love mm. we're like i think charlotte might have too much self-respect yeah like like she, it almost gets in the way of her yeah yeah you know? that's true yeah no I totally so like agree. um i i i'm at an impasse but i i mean i think also the end just like that of it all it makes like colors how i feel about them too because charlotte really saves the first season of it just like that for me a lot of the time mm. where miranda's like my least favorite part but I, I mean, at the end of the day, I love them both. Yeah, I mean, no, we love them both, but also they're both annoying sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's jump in to the actual episode now that we've talked a, a little bit about, like, why I'm obsessed with it. The first thing, right off the bat, we open on Miranda and Steve, and they're broken up, but Steve is still living with Miranda, which is incredibly awkward. Have you ever so lived with So awkward. Ex? No. Me this is my first time living with a partner. Me too. <laughs> kind of like I couldn't it. imagine. Um, Steve looks so good. Miranda's pin looks like the Aries symbol, but it also looks like ovaries. I'm curious which one you think it is. But personally, I see Miranda as a Capricorn, so like I can't picture it being the Aries symbol. But I, I But know. I can't imagine her being like that type of feminist either. The ovaries one? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that seems so on the nose for someone like her. Mm. I don't know which it is, but fascinating either way. Yeah. Um, but the And the puppy. The puppy is sickeningly cute. And it makes it's complete... Like, sim- like, it makes so much sense as a symbol for Steve because he's so yeah. sweet and lovable. And, like, him holding that puppy and, it's, like, Miranda just can't kick him out. You can't... You can't look at that and not melt. Yeah. He's just the cutest. He's the cutest. The puppy is the cutest. It makes complete sense why Miranda's just like, no, you can stay here forever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so they get to talking a little bit, and you can tell that she's kind of awkward about the fact that he's still there. But like I said, I think she's even more awkward about the idea of kicking him out. So. Yeah, and she feels bad. Obviously, he's like he doesn't he's like doesn't have a lot of money. Right. He's doing his best to find somewhere. Right. There's only so much you could do. And but like and he hasn't really found anything he likes apartment wise. Yeah. And like he's trying. Right. It seems like. 
Yeah, from what we see of him, especially from what we see in this episode, like, there is some amount of effort being put in. It could be more, yeah, I'm sure, but, like, at the end of the day, I don't think he's just, like... He's not just, like, mooching. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's doing it to, like, take advantage of her by any means. Agreed. I think he's just kind of a dork. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, okay, so then we jump over to Carrie, and Carrie is supporting Aiden at his furniture show, and they're being really cute. She looks gorgeous here. She looks so good. He looks so good. They're so cute she together. Keeps, she's saying that she's his booth bitch. She keeps saying booth and bitch. And they're just, like, they're kissing, uh, and he says it too. And they're just, like, they're so sexy. They really are. They're like, a great Again, couple. the chemistry they have is off the charts. Um, I personally feel like if I saw them together and she was my ex, I would be like, wow, she's moved on. I would be suicidal. <laughs> like, like, no wonder Big gets fucking plastered. Yeah, he got really drunk. It's just like, it's so crazy. Imagine that. running into your ex with, when they're with their new partner. That would kill me. It really... Well, actually, it I, wouldn't kill me if I was moved on, but it, either way... It, I don't even know. I fe- think I would feel very weird. I mean, I've run into exes before, never with the partner or with their partner. And I mean, running into an ex is always crazy. Uh. But I just like, I don't know. Again, I don't think I have a lot of empathy for it because it's also like, first off, Big got married already. Yeah. And you're, like, you're, you're of the opinion that if he's married, they should both be fully moved on. Yeah, they should be moved on. It's like, he moved on first and faster, and also was kind of the reason they broke up, because he couldn't really commit in the way she wanted. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm like, why is he so, like, obviously he's upset with Carrie being in this happy relationship with Aiden because he's unhappy with Natasha, but, like, why is that Carrie's problem now? I, I never really understood how he handled the situation, it's so weird. Like, every time I rewatch this episode, I'm like, he is so wrong and fucked up for... Yeah, it's so manipulative and gross. God! And it just is so Ugh. uncomfortable to watch. This whole episode, their interactions are so uncomfortable. I don't understand what she sees in this guy. I really don't. I don't either. It's so vile. It really is. Um, but this was such a funny moment. Carrie uh, is talking to them and Natasha insults Aiden's furniture and Big <laughs> peers over the side of the furniture and Carrie's like pretending to like dust it with a rag, but she's secretly yeah. hiding behind there so that they won't see her. And he's like, what the fuck? And then she stands up and she's like, hello. And she's like being so phony. And yeah. Aiden comes back holding a cup of coffee and she spills it on big. So she starts like, (laughs) she's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she like tries to start like cleaning it off. And then Natasha's like, um, no, like I should be doing that. Cause she literally spills it like right on his crotch too. Oh my God. And And it's just like, they're so (laughs) embarrassing. And she's like, Oh my God, is that hot? And he's like, well, it ain't cold. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I will say, he is kind of funny. He is kind of funny here. It is kind of funny when he says that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... I ugh. What's weird is... Well, it's actually not weird. I probably watched this episode so many times that it like subconsciously like planted itself in my brain. But I literally... My note literally wrote that 
I, I wrote that Carrie won, essentially. I was like, Carrie won. She's so she much won. hotter than Natasha. Like, she won this. And she's then, so much hotter than Natasha. She's so much happier than Big. They have so much more chemistry than Big and Carrie ever had or Big and Natasha have. Um, I agree. And I, I was just thinking that, like, she's so much more attractive. She's so much more funny. She has a personality. Yeah, she's actually, like... She seems fun to hang out with in a way that Natasha isn't. Agreed. And, like, again, I have empathy for Natasha because she's in a shitty position. Yeah. Like, Big treats her like shit. He does. But but at the end of the day, I'm Team Carrie. Agreed. Sorry, bestie. Like, it is what it is. But I'm not Team Carrie and Big, so I guess... No, I would never be Team Carrie and Big. Yeah. Uh, Big them. shocked, dumbfounded by Aiden's height. Like when Aiden walks Yeah, he's up, like intimidated he's by like, him. Yeah, that's the first time we ever see him look intimidated. Ever. Yeah, he feels small. He literally is like, whoa. Uh, Which I love. I love it so much. <laughs> it makes me happy. It's like, good, you deserve that. Yeah, I agree. I hate him so much. I love to see him uncomfortable. I like squirm a little. Yeah. And she tries to introduce, like, she tries to like introduce Aiden to them and like, it just it, everything goes wrong. That like the tension so and awkward. awkwardness of this scene is one of the best parts of this episode. Yeah, it's so cringy, it's so lame, but it's also it feels very real. Yes, and then um, it kind of cuts, and they basically separate, go their separate ways, but then they bump into each other again after he's drank like a lot. And he yeah he like looks shitty like, yeah shit faced yeah he's shit faced and he starts like making fun of Aiden. And, and it's just like he's such a bastard. He's such a bit like he's so he's another one. He's so insecure that he can't help but lash out. Yeah. And he's just like all over the place. He makes dr- like uh, drink stains on. Right. The, he makes uh, like a water stain on the wood. Yeah. And she gets and pissed Carrie off wipes at him. it up. Yeah. And she, yeah, she's understandably agitated with him, and then he leans in and he says. It's not working out. I'm getting out. Yeah. And And then he says, if you know anyone who's interested. And she's like, you should really keep that to yourself. No one is interested in that information. She's so, she's like putting her most, her best bitchy aspect on it. She's being so good here. She's being so bitchy here. He even says like, he's like, all my furniture is beige these days. Everything is beige. And she's like, I thought you wanted beige. (laughs) It's like, this is what you, this is what you signed up for. I don't have any empathy for you. Right. You made your bed now sleep in it. Like, she is exactly right here. I wish she would have continued this way, but unfortunately she gives in by the end of the episode to his shitty, like desperate moves. Um, but it basically, she walks away and he's like, ouch, like (laughs) she's over it. And she meets up with the girls at the diner and she tell immediately tells she blurts it. Big is breaking up with his wife. Like, and they're gagged. They're gagged. They're shocked. And, and then, um, (laughs) (laughs) Samantha's like, Oh my God, you totally won. And she's like, I didn't realize it was a competition. And she's like, yeah, it's called who will die miserable. (laughs) And she's right. I agree with her. She's so right about the fact that Carrie won. Especially when you don't have an amicable breakup. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck him. I hope he's miserable. Agreed. 
And then Charlotte goes, is like, keeps bringing up, she's like, well, he's a married man, da 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 da, da like all this. And Carrie's Someone's like, Someone's okay. like, what's going to happen? I think it's Miranda or Samantha that says, what's, yeah. what are you going to do? And then Charlotte's like, she's not going to do anything because he's married. Like, girl, can you shut up? Well, like, we get it. You're a loser right now. Like, you're in your loser era with Trey, but like, See, stop. This is, that's one of those moments that I'm just like, I don't get Charlotte at all. That is the least supportive thing she could have said in that moment. Really, so Charlotte, why are you protecting Natasha in this moment when your best friend is sitting here trying to spill the tea? All you care about is the fact that Carrie might possibly um, engage in like nefarious cheating. Like that has nothing to. I just don't get why. Which she, like why the fuck and she then bring when, that up? And then when we see uh, later on in an episode we've covered previously, when Charlotte does find out about the affair. Like, she does react in a way that is expected. I think it comes from a place of, like, again, insecurity. That even if she does get the kind of fairy tale romance she wants. Because her and Natasha are very similar. Yeah. Like, they're Waspy. they're the most similar. Yeah. So it's like, well, if this can happen to Natasha, can it happen to me too eventually? Can mm. Trey leave me for someone? Mm. So I think it comes from a place of fear a lot of the time with her. Yeah. Like, especially in the episode we've talked about in the before when she does find out about the affair she's literally like what would you do if someone did this to me yeah and she's like which i mean is a fair analog to make in that situation because it's like sometimes you kind of have to shake someone with a, with a putting like okay my friend cares a lot about me so i'm gonna put myself in the shoes of someone else right to see how they it's like well it's it you know it's a, it, you kind of got to do what you can right oh, man uh oh. The scene is so challenging to watch. It is, but I, I I do like it. And I do like that Carrie's kind of like... Carrie's like, I'm not going to do anything. Don't worry. Charlotte's exactly right. And it's like, who are you trying to convince? Them or yourself? Because yeah. we all know. And then what does Carrie say? She's like, oh my God. Uh, what should I order for... What should I get to eat? What do winners get? <laughs> what do winners order? Oh my God. And it's like, they... Oh, yeah. I, I do, like, I, I appreciate Charlotte in this scenario because, I mean, especially with Samantha and Miranda, you kind of need someone to foil them. But yeah. it is annoying. It's just frustrating Again. to watch because it's like... At she this should point be in her time, friend yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. She should not be supportive first. Not someone who's, like, first. obsessed with people not cheating on their partners. Like, it's like, why would you even bring that up right now? It's the most random thing ah. she could have possibly said. Anyway... It's especially funny though because like all the as many times as cheating is an issue in Sex the City, it's one of those things that like is never taken that seriously. That's true. I feel like like they all forgive Carrie for it and they move on. Mm-hmm. When Miranda gets when Steve cheats on Miranda, they're all kind of like okay, that's fine. Like they are, they get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's always kind of... Like, anytime Samantha's been the other woman, they don't really judge her for it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's like, Samantha... Like, who's gonna... like? Yeah. Charlotte's the only one who takes cheating kind of seriously, and then we see her cheat. Oh, God. So, it it, it is funny, the morals of the relationships we see, and how, like, cheating, which is supposed to be this the ultimate taboo in a monogamous relationship, is kind of just, like, a thing that happens. Right. It's interesting. I, it is interesting. Personally, I'm just like, honestly, I think it's because all of them have different perspectives on like what is and isn't okay in a personal relationship. I mean, yeah. cheating for some people is not as much of a deal breaker as it is for others. For Charlotte, 100%. it's the biggest deal in the world. But then she goes and cheats. 
So it's like... Yes. <laughs> girly, like... <laughs> it is so odd. It is very weird. That was one of the worst character decisions they could have made, in my opinion. But I kind of love it. Yeah, not that I it wasn't that interesting to watch. It's just like, she wouldn't have done that. No, it's very... It's It falls in line with a lot of the weird out-of-character things that happen yeah. over the years. Yeah. In this show, where you're like... You're like, huh? That never would have happened. Yeah, that never would have happened, but I'm not mad that it happened. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it is. So we cut to a scene with Charlotte and Trey and Bunny out to dinner. And Oh, wait. One more thing before we move on. Oh. I'm sorry. No. I have this note, and it is my favorite line Carrie has in the episode. Oh, what is it? Where it's like Charlotte keeps egging her on and like bringing it up and bringing it up, and Carrie snaps at her, and she says, okay, you need to take a big breath because you're starting to bug me. Yeah! Oh, my God. My favorite line in the episode, I've never felt closer to Carrie in my whole life. See, that's what I'm saying. She's so, Oh, my God. Charlotte is freaking annoying. She's annoying, but it's good that Carrie's like, bitch, back up. You're pushing it. And, Calm down. And Charlotte, and Charlotte does exactly that. She's like, okay, I, I went a little... I did it a little too much. Yeah. But I just had to mention that because it's the one, it's the line in the episode where I'm like, I could see myself saying that. No, me too. And I, I felt, <laughs> I felt frustrated as soon as when Carrie said that, I was like, finally, somebody said something. Yeah, thank like, God. Yeah, uh, it's it's always good to feel like okay, me and my favorite character on the show are in agreement about something. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, good, finally. Especially considering what happens at the end of the episode, like we need to be in agreement at one point. Yeah. Period. Um, okay, so let's jump over to the scene now with, with Bunny and Trey and Charlotte. They're out to dinner at this Ugh. fancy restaurant. And Bunny is so manipulative. She's, like, scary. That's, like, my only note about this scene is that Bunny is manipulative. <laughs> like, she, Trey wants to order something for dinner and Bunny's like, you should get something else instead. And she does this little trick where she rubs his arm and he immediately is like, okay. It is so creepy to it's me. It's very weird. It's so weird. It's so creepy. And Charlotte notices. Charlotte notices it, but she's, like, happy about it. She's, like, intrigued by it. Yeah, she likes it. Yeah. And then I do love the... Also, Charlotte has a very chic Chanel bag. Ooh, yes. uh, uh, On the back of her chair. Charlotte is the type to have a Chanel bag, I feel. Yeah, she's very Chanel. Yeah. But, yeah, I just... I Bunny is so scary to me. Women like that are so scary. (laughs) Creepy. I I couldn't imagine. Me either. Um, and then the next scene is Samantha, and she is going down on the one and only Bobby Cannavale, which... He looks so fucking hot in this he episode. He is one of those sexy, rugged men. Like, he just, just like is a, a hunk. very hunky guy. Hunky, hunky, hunky. It's crazy. Have he, you watched... This role is so iconic. Have you watched, um, Nine Perfect Strangers? No, I've heard it's good, though. It's really good. And he's great in it. I remember watching this episode, like, being young Mm. and watching it, like, on E! or something like that. And, like, obviously a lot of it is edited. Mm. But being, like, a young gay boy and seeing him and being like, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. He's really handsome. I, he's so sexy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this... (laughs) She's real for this. This storyline is hilarious. It's so crazy. Sometimes it's she's right though. Sometimes it's fucking gnarly. Oh man, they don't call it's it a job for up. nothing. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's so funny. She's so she's so good. And then it cuts to another brunch scene. 
So they are out to brunch, and Samantha's like, <laughs> I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk. And, and Charlotte, Charlotte just gets, gets up. up and leaves. It's so no funny. nonsense. No nonsense. Um, she had no tolerance for this conversation. No, she was like, it is, it is such a good gag of her just getting up and leaving. I, I'm obsessed with it. It's so I much funnier. Yeah, it, it gets me every time, me like too. without fail. The delivery, I think Charlotte, I love, also, have you noticed, Charlotte and Samantha always sit next to each other. It's so weird. It's like they're opposites. Yeah. Like Miranda and... It is very rare we see it in another configuration. That's actually very true. I think the episode where Miranda gets up and leaves because she's mad they keep talking about the breakup. She's sitting next to Charlotte. But other than that, I think most of the time it's Miranda and Carrie on one side and Charlotte and Samantha on the other. That makes... Actually, it makes complete sense to me that it would be that way. They're both... They're all polar opposites. Yeah, I agree. But Samantha says, she's after she walks out, she's like, she apologizes for being like, too much. But she, she's like, how? who am I going to talk to about this other than you? Right. And Carrie just goes, might I suggest no one? Uh, and then she cancels. She goes, can I cancel my rice pudding? <laughs> <laughs> and um, Miranda's advice is, um, just don't give him head again. And Samantha's like, hmm, I never even thought of that. <laughs> she's so, so funny. fucking funny she because she likes it she does it for fun yeah she enjoys it she truly does enjoy it that's why she sees this as a dilemma because i think most people's reaction would just be like i'm never doing that again her yeah. reaction is like how do i solve the problem so i can do it again and she puts in a lot of work yeah she does and then she i mean she describes his spunk as asparagus gone bad mixed with clorox which is Ugh, so funny to it's me it's so funny and like and so oh, vivid yeah it's like a little bit too vivid but the i will say one thing about this episode the brunch scenes are fucking on one they are they're iconic they're in this really episode. really good in this episode and in the next one too oh yes but yeah it's it's, it's just so silly it's very silly um, we immediately cut to a scene of Carrie at her apartment, and Carrie has a message from Big. And, and it is it's so, so uh, sus. It's just like, ah, uh, that ex that comes crawling back. It is the, a nightmare. It's, it's everyone's nightmare. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you can't escape. He's basically like, Carrie... I shouldn't have said that what I said or some shit like that. He's basically just yeah. like, I'm He's sorry. like, call me. Yeah, call me. I need to talk to you about what I said at the at the event. And her reaction is to call Miranda and invite her over so they could analyze it together. Which, like, duh. Yeah. I would do the same thing. Me too. And Miranda's just like, Miranda listens to it and she's like, okay. And she's like, it's pretty obvious what you want to do or you wouldn't still be listening to this message. She was so... She spilled. She's real for that. She it's true. She was 100% right. But I, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need the person to be like, you know what you want to do. You know you shouldn't do that. Right. Like, there's going to be... There's going to be times where, like, you need that friend who's real to come and try and snap you out of it. But in this situation, I don't really think it worked because Carrie ends up calling him back. You know who she should have called? Aiden. Charlotte. Oh. I thought you meant, Char- like, who she should call instead of Big. You meant well, who yeah, she should call it, instead of Miranda. Yeah, because Charlotte would have said, don't call him back. She said, delete the message, ignore it, go on a date with Aiden. 
To be honest, Miranda was trying to make Carrie get to that conclusion herself instead of just bossing her around. Yeah, but in a, Carrie needs to be bossed around sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes she needs a, like, firm hand. Yeah. Because she's so, especially in these early episodes of her and Big being broken up, like, she's wishy-washy. She and is. we see how that goes. She always is wishy-washy when it comes to Big. She's such a fucking Libra. It's really annoying sometimes. It's really self-destructive. Yeah, it is. I wish she would grow a little bit, but no. Me too. She has no interest in doing that. Not even in the fucking revival. She's going to get back together mm-hmm. with Aiden. And it's like, I'm in support of their relationship, and that's why it makes me happy. But at the same time, like, why can't Stop. you just be with somebody who's not one of your exes? Be Please. with someone new. Yeah, be with someone who's, like, better than all of them. There's a reason you broke up. Leave them in the past. Ugh. Girl, I this is a hard lesson to learn. For any air signs out there that are struggling with this lesson the best thing you can do for yourself is keep a running log of all the fucked up things that your exes have done (laughs) and when you're thinking about getting back together with them read through your log yeah open up a note on your phone or or if you're like me go back to your journal from the year y'all broke up and read through the fucked up text message conversations you were having with them at that point (laughs) It'll be really, really, really helpful to stop yourself from doing it. Yeah, it'll open up your third eye. You know what? Unfortunately, Carrie does not open up her third eye because she calls big. I don't even think she has a third eye. No, that shit is... That is super glued closed. Yeah. Uh, So she calls big. She calls big. And he's such a fucking prick. Why the fuck did she call him back? That's what her dumbass gets for calling him back. He's like... Yeah, I changed my mind. There's no way I can leave her. It's going to be really expensive for me to get a divorce. And she's like, okay, so what? What are you telling me this for what? And then she hangs up. Yeah, she gets mad. Yeah, she's like, okay, then why the fuck did you call me? Click. I. It's also just like, they didn't sign a prenup? Yeah, that seems weird to me. So it's like, which, I mean, a divorce would still be expensive even with a prenup, but like, no prenup? It's shocking. That's crazy, right? He he seems like a prenup-ass... I mean, I feel like most people with money should have a prenup. Mm. Like, love or not. Yeah, I agree. If I had money, I'd have a prenup. It makes complete sense to me, logically. Yeah. Romantically. Yeah, romantically, no, it's not fun. But, bitch, get a prenup. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But she slams the phone down. She's pissed off. She calls Aiden to pick up the pieces. And the next... It's very sweet. Yeah. I just love him. I love him so much. Between this and the next episode, I like. I can't imagine not being Team Aiden. He is the sweetest guy on earth. I just don't oh. understand why she would ever, try, why she would ever leave him, let him go, break his heart, cheat on him. I, I don't fucking get it. She never. I want to say something, and I want to. I want to have space for it. Go ahead. I, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Because I love Carrie. Mm-hmm. What does he see in her? No, you're a hundred percent right. Like, and that's coming from someone who, like, I stand this bitch. Yeah. But he, she just is, it makes sense that they don't work out because she is just so, they're on completely different wavelengths. And I understand that that's kind of the appeal sometimes. I just don't know what he sees in her, especially after the affair. To make it very clear to people, we're talking personality-wise because beauty-wise, yes. there's Sec- not a question. Oh my god. Believe me, we've talked at length about how sh- beautiful she is. Beauty-wise, it is not a question. He No, they're a stunning couple. They're a stunning couple. He's definitely attracted to her. 
Yes, I'm talking personality-wise. They just personality-wise, seem... they're polar opposites. He's an outdoorsman and an artist. Like a hands... Like he's... Where's yeah. his hands? And a he's craftsman. so... He's so... Soft-spoken. Like, soft. Gentle, yeah. Sweet, he's a gentle, sweet man. And, and she's so much more crass. Carrie is a little vapid sometimes. Yeah. So like, and she she's... She cares a lot about, about like fashion. She doesn't know how to like... She definitely Wait, also can I say something though. This is start, yeah. like the more we talk about it now, I'm starting to realize like they they do say opposites attract, and I will say also as like somebody who has dated someone who is ex- like almost exactly like me in the past, not exactly like me, but a lot of common interests do not a soulmate make. True, like Tony and I are very very different, right? Which I think benefits us, but I think I mean I see, I think Aiden and Carrie are just... Almost incompatible. It's almost... Yeah, and we see that. It's like, from the beginning, smoker, non-smoker. That should have been our first red flag. That's the first idea of, like, wow, you two are on different... Smoking and is such an integral part of Carrie's personality. Yeah. I mean, she's smoking it in just like that. So I just... It feels weird for her to be with him, and I think she... I think her being with him is almost... And this is me reading into it too much. It almost feels like it's aspirational for her. She wants to be the person who could be with a guy who's this good. Yes. But instead she ends up with the prick. Yeah, she ends up with the guy who's kind of, they're kind of made for each other, unfortunately. Which sucks because I think she deserves better. She's just like not that girl. Man. She's just not that girl. That is tragic. It's sad, but I, I love them together and I want them together so bad. And I think Aiden wants them together so bad, which is why they get back together after the affair. I will say this. I think that there's an element to Carrie that is not surface level. It mostly comes out in her writing. She, yeah, she's so in touch with herself. She's very in touch with herself and she is actually a deeply like emotional, thoughtful person. Thoughtful person. She puts... She has thoughts behind her actions. Sometimes you watch her and you're like, God, this bitch is dumber than a doorknob. And then other times you listen to the shit she says about her own behavior and you're like, oh, so she realizes. Yeah, the thing is she's incredibly (laughs) self-aware of who she is. You can't write a book if you don't have some level of like. Introspection. And general understanding of the world around you. And she is. Especially memoirs. She's writing memoirs. It's not like narrative fiction. Right. I think she's. She's writing. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I totally agree with you. I think it I think that kind of makes her even more infuriating a lot of the time because she knows her mistakes. She's so in touch with the mistakes she's making. Yeah. And she's throwing herself into them anyway. She's like free falling into these things that she knows are bad for her, but she can't help it. Because well, again because again they feel good. Can I Doing say, bad things feel good. But there's one thing that we haven't really talked about much. And it's what? Mind over heart and heart over mind. Carrie yeah. is a heart actor. Yeah. She she does what her heart tells her. She doesn't think with her mind. She thinks yeah. with her mind after the action has already been done. She's yeah. a deeply impulsive person, indecisive most of the time, can't make a decision to save her life, needs the input of everyone around her to feel comfortable in her decisions, and even relies on that same network of people to snap her out of stuff that she knows is a bad idea. of the time she listens to them, 50% of the time she does what the fuck she wants and just regrets it after. She pays the price later. I understand her so fundamentally because (laughs) I have been like that for most of my life. I'm just now 
getting older. I'm like gonna turn. I'm literally turning thirty this year, and I'm that's just, so crazy. I'm just now getting to a point in my life where I don't feel as chaotic or like destructive in my life. Yeah, but Carrie's like thirty-seven in this episode. Wow. Um, like she's well. Old. Okay. Well, not talking. <laughs> about, not just talking about age, but. Just saying, I understand why she yeah. does that because, like, for a lot of things, I do follow my heart. I just can't help it. Like, I follow my heart, and I have this other motto that I say all the time, which is like, sometimes it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Yes, and like, I live by that because it's like sometimes the the number one things that stops you from like learning something or trying something is like the idea that someone's going to say no to you. So yeah. like. Sometimes it's better to just do it and like pay the price later. And I think that she takes that risk way too often. Way and, too often. And she she's takes too. It, she does it at the wrong times. Yes, I agree with that. See, I'm so. We're very different in that way. I'm definitely a head over heart person when it comes to decision making. Like I'm very rational. Mm-hmm. I so I have a I I almost need to work on and like make the decision to like do the thing that's impulsive or not rational or doesn't necessarily make sense. Mm. So that's where I just get at odds with Carrie Mm. because I'm like, well, no, it just, you know, this is bad idea. You know, like you are not stupid. You're not a dumb girl. I think you know that calling big is a bad idea. So why are you going to call big? Yeah. No, it makes complete sense to me. Why you Like we've talked about the episodes past. Yeah. Like, that advice you gave me of being like, well, you're going to regret it anyway. You might as well do the harder thing. Yeah. Or the follow your gut thing. That's why I think that stuck with me so much is because that's not my instinct. Yeah. My instinct is to almost, like, work through every option mentally and then be like, okay, well, this is the one that makes the most sense. I mean... So Carrie and I are just, like, at odds with each other. It's good to be a rational thinker sometimes and other times yeah. it's not. And in, in this situation, it's the same thing. Like you need sometimes, both. sometimes it's good to be impulsive. Sometimes it's not. Like okay, is it good to be impulsive when you're trying to decide what pair of shoes to buy? Yes. Like go with your heart. Follow your heart. It's not an impactful decision. Like it's not going to change your life for the better or for worse. Yeah. It's a fucking pair of shoes. But in matters of the heart or like things that could literally have a major impact on your life, like yes. should I call this very toxic person from my past and let them explain to me why they hurt me and potentially like work their way back into my life no do not call that person back yet she calls him because it's a matter of the heart and she just she follows that instinct of the heart it's almost she's it's almost optimistic too because she's like well what if it's different yeah what if he's changed this time it's going to be different and he hasn't changed oh no he never does god bless her for thinking that yeah she's the thing is she is like at the end of the day she is a good person she's such a sweetheart i love her and she does like she's just yeah i, I don't love get people who hate carrie i'm sorry i just don't get it i don't get it either i think they're i think if you, i i fall in the middle exactly because it's like people who hate her i don't understand people who love her to death and see no fault i don't understand no no i definitely see her faults i love her in spite of those faults that's what i'm talking about i don't yeah, understand you need to. people who like truly truly hate her and aren't able to see any redeeming quality that's like why are you watching the show not just, like, how, why are you watching the show, but, like, do you know any people in real life or do you just, like, 
wish that every person in the world was perfect. Do you, are all of your friends and family members and are you yourself a perfect person who's never made a single mistake in your fucking life? No, you're not. And by the way, watching a TV show with characters who never had any flaws would be fucking boring. It's so so boring. Why do you think the fucking Sopranos and Sex and the City are the biggest shows ever? Like. It's because they're fucking fun to watch. They're amazing to watch. Anyway, we gotta move on. It's exciting to see people do bad things. It is a very exciting thing to see, but like. I just you I, get to live like I get to live vicariously through care through Carrie, right? Because I'm not a person who's like gonna call my toxic ex, but I can watch Carrie do it and I can see it fall apart, and it almost it almost justifies my decision, right? And it's like you know, okay, thank God I didn't do that because Carrie did that and it did not work. And well like, oh, it blew up in her face, right? But I just I I love I love her I love her I Me love too. her Me too I can't help it I can't help it either She's just endlessly she's a messy bitch She is. Um, okay, moving on, Carrie calls Aiden and he comes right over and she's hot when she wears men's underwear. Uh, it's so hot. <laughs> you can and tell that in... it's like a hot New York day. They're yes, in bed together. it's sweaty. And he's like, tell me about your ceilings. And he's like, how long have they been like that? And she's like, just three years. It's so charming <laughs> and cute the way she says that. And he's like, oh, just three years. She's so real for that. Like, honest to God, I get it. <laughs> oh my God, three years? Bitch, I just be letting shit happen. I'm not like that with my house. I, like, if I see something that's, like, busted or not working, I fix it immediately. Well, yeah, but you own your house. I mean, but even when we lived in the apartment, I just, I get bothered when shit doesn't work. That's fair. But it's, it's, it's so charming. So then he wants, he wants to fix stuff and, like, make her house better. Right. And he says, a special lady needs a special home. It's so sweet. He's, He's so such a fixer. Cute. He is a fixer type. His, yeah, his just, love language is acts of service. Yeah, he just wants her to feel taken care of. And we'll see that in the next episode, too, that we're going to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just love them together. Yeah, me too. And then we cut to the next scene. Samantha giving head. As, she, as she is her God-given right. It's so funny the effort that she like goes to to be nice about it. He's like, "What? Yeah, like, why don't you want to?" And she's and like, they even she takes him to like some health food or like restaurant to get a wheatgrass shot because that's supposed to help the flavor, <laughs> and it does not. No, and like she's trying, and he's he's trying too. Like I, he's like, "All right." Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, but she doesn't tell him why they're going there or why she's no. making him drink it. But eventually, when she admits it to him. She, he tries. Yeah. <laughs> it's Whether he's, funny. it is funny. It's also just like bullshit. It's like every guy has tried it. I don't care what any straight man says. I thought it they've was, tried it. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. The shot of her giving head was immediately followed by Trey licking the salad dressing. Off his <laughs> that was definitely purposeful. Oh my god, the editing is so silly sometimes. <laughs> they knew what they were doing with that. Yeah, so they're out at this fancy, fancy restaurant. And Charlotte is like, she tries Bunny's trick. And it works. Like a charm. It completely works. She's like, maybe we should get married. And he's like, alrighty. And And it's just... Charlotte, that's what your dumbass gets. Like, why did you suggest it if you wanted him to pop the question naturally? You knew what Bunny's trick did. He immediately gives in. So if you did that trick, he would immediately just be like, yes. And she just looks so sad. She looks so sad, but it's like, that's what, like, you played a game and you found out. Exactly. 
<laughs> you pl- you tried the manipulative lady's trick and you realized how it felt to be a manipulative person. You got the consequence of your action. I find her so frustrating after the scene where she goes and cries about it. I have no empathy for her after the scene. Like Yeah, I don't have a lot. Of, like I agree. I just don't get why she would go and cry about it. It's like you did the manipulative trick to get him to propose to you. And yeah. when he agreed to it, you got sad because it di- it didn't happen naturally in the way you wanted it to work. Like, would you? Yeah, think obviously he was gonna, it wasn't romantic. He was gonna hear your suggestion and get down on one knee with a ring he hasn't even bought yet and propose to you. Like, Charlotte, have a little patience. Like, I know you want to be married, but like, can you do have another aspect of a personality that's not just like getting married and being married and being a bride and being a wife and and the thing is is like they haven't been together that long at this point yeah she's desperate they've only been together like a couple months so it's like girl slow relax so frustrating you don't need to be married already um it's so funny when she goes over to carrie's and carrie starts making light of it and like joking around she's like carrie stop it's not funny and carrie's like alrighty. Yeah, she's a- <laughs> and she just uh and, but carrie makes a good point too she's like who cares about all the stupid rules but charlotte says she does yeah then bitch why the fuck did you do that oh she's so and carrie obviously is like girl shut the fuck up yeah can you like be quiet yeah i don't have a lot of empathy for charlotte in this in this this situation me either um okay next up we get a really proud Miranda moment. Like, I'm proud of her. Yeah, I am too. She, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Steve almost moves into, like, the shittiest apartment in the world. Like, the worst apartment you've ever seen or been in times five. Yeah. And she's like, Steve, you cannot shit. fucking live here. Like, you cannot live here. And Yeah, and he listens because he knows she's right. Yeah. No one would want to live there. Yeah, so she, that was I was proud of her in that moment because, like, for as annoyed as Miranda probably is to have Steve in her apartment after he gave his number to another person and told them to call there, at the mm. same time, she's not so heartless to the point that she would kick him out on the street, even though he did something yeah. kind of shitty. Yeah, and it's just, she does love him. She does At the end of the day, no matter day. what, she yeah. loves him. Yeah. And then we jump over to Carrie and she's like writing and there's like loud ass music and noise from the floor stripper because Aiden is at the apartment stripping her floors like he promised her would. He promised he would. And um, she's like rushes into the other room and she's like, could you please like, <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to write and like it, I can't hear myself think with noise. And he's like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, it's too loud. Um, and he offers to go to her. For her to go to his place, but then the dog is there. And he's, like, gonna jump all over her. But I just, I, like, completely related to Aiden in this moment. Because, like, (laughs) personally, like, when I have to do some kind of chore or, like, some kind of, like, manual labor. Like, if I'm outside, like, mowing my lawn or doing something like that. I need to listen to music because I'll get so bored. Yeah. Like, my brain will melt. So Oh, my God, same. I need to have music playing, like, almost. I have music playing almost all day long. No, honest. me too. Like, constantly. Me too. I can't be alone with my thoughts. It's kind of bad, but... Yeah, whatever. We'll deal with... That's a thing for your therapist. And But honestly, it's not that I'm having <laughs> negative thoughts. It's literally just like, I'm having so many of them that, like, I get overwhelmed if I can hear myself. Baby, that's too. ADHD. I know. <laughs> I know. The other day, Bernie goes, you haven't been diagnosed. And I'm like, okay, pull up a list of the top ADHD symptoms. So she pulled up a list of the symptoms, right? And she starts reading it. And she's like, oh my God. 
Oh my god, yeah, that's girl. totally you. Wow, I couldn't believe. Yeah, and I was like, me and you both. I was like, yeah, I have ADHD, hun. Oh my god, imagine us on like Adderall or something would be unstoppable. Wait, I was just ta- let's talk about this for a second. Okay. So we were talking about this the other day on the couch, and a vulnerable moment. Obviously, I haven't been diagnosed. I'm not on meds. And part of me is like even scared to even broach that subject with a doctor because I feel like if I go on meds, I'm going to become the most boring person in the world. <laughs> so I'm like, do, I don't I want to be that. on meds, even if it makes some of the worst symptoms manageable. I'm scared that. I think that's understandable. Like as a fear, especially going like 30 years as you are, like that might feel like a drastic shift. I think about that too sometimes, and I'm like, if I ever did get medicated for whatever the fuck is wrong with me, it's like, how would I change? Would I change for the better, though? Uh, yeah, that's the that's the hard part. It's, it's like, like, I might. Is it worth it? Yeah. Would I be more productive? Would I be able to better my skills and like the things that I want to do with my life? Yeah. So I mean, it's not easy, but it's not a it's not a bad idea. <sighs> but I I fall into I'm in the same boat. It's like so challenging to like feel like I'm, I'm like hmm like it would definitely help with like times where I need to get something done and I'm just like unfocused and I can't get myself there but yeah, I or even just like creative things like writing or yeah, whatever writing and like just my level of interest in things like I don't want to become one of those people who's just like no I don't really watch tv like when I meet people like that I'm like what the fuck in the like what is I'm I go through spells about, of that I'm not talking about people who are like Oh, I'm not interested in blah, blah, blah show. That's not what I mean. Like, it's fine if you don't like something. I'm talking about people who are just like, I don't like music. Yeah, that fucking drives me crazy. Or people are like, I don't watch TV. I don't know. I just don't watch TV. I'm not interested in any shows. I don't have a favorite show. Or yes, I'm like, what's your favorite color? I don't have one. What's your favorite food? Huh? Never really thought about it. I don't have one. My brain is constantly making lists. Top five, top three, top... Yeah, I love a list. I love a list. I need to categorize things. I'm a slut for a list. I mean, our whole co- our whole fucking podcast is based around <laughs> making lists of our favorite shows and shit like that. Right. Like, I, I need lists. I love a to-do list. I love a ranking. Yeah. I don't know. I just find... I, I find the idea of going on meds and becoming one of those people to be, like, one of the most scary terrifying things in the world i just could never be one of those people who just has no interest in anything or has a normal amount of interest in something like oh have you seen like abbott elementary oh yeah it's a pretty good show i I will say though you do you are on an extreme end of things i am a very extreme person (laughs) i would never deny that i would never deny that that's one of my favorite things about you i enjoy it it's fun. <laughs> it's very fun. I think I bring a liveliness to the function that other people are not bringing to the table. <laughs> I agree. I'm definitely not bringing it to the table a lot of the time. I think it's it's just fun to be opinionated. And I, yes. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Enough ADHD talk for, for a while. Now y'all got a glimpse into who, what makes us who we are. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I was very proud of Miranda. Blah, blah, blah. Um, wait, what were Carrie we goes to the hotel. Oh, so Carrie goes to the hotel to get away from Aiden. And then it cuts to Charlotte and Trey walking down Fifth Avenue. And they're really cute here. They are cute. Like, he's sexy. I think Trey has, like, a very traditional look to him. The same it's way like a, Charlotte it's like does. A, it's like, yes, they fit, they fit together very well. But 
it's it is kind of i will say this scene is kind of cute when they walk by uh tiffany's yeah and he's like why don't we go in there and pick you out the most the biggest engagement ring we can find and she says alrighty. <laughs> like it is sweet i think this is the moment that charlotte was dreaming of yes she wanted something like this because it's not even a big grandiose gesture it's a, still a small just like just a small question it's a sweet moment but she's not the one spearheading it right it's coming from trey and they and yeah. the, in, in the voiceover carrie says that from then on she, charlotte was gonna tell everyone that he spontaneously proposed in front of her <laughs> which you know what fair that's her prerogative yeah she can tell whatever lies she wants yeah that's her right uh so carrie gets a call while she's writing and <sighs> she has to go downstairs to the lobby it's big I hate this. She looks so sexy in the little black dress under the oh my god, she looks coat. insanely good. The here. outfit is so just like she could not look better. If I was big, I would literally uh, be like, yeah, like I get it. Yeah, I would chase her forever too. Yeah, makes complete sense. And um, she, she, he's in the bar, and she's like, "This isn't the lobby," and he's like, "I needed to talk to you." And she's like, you're drunk. And he's like, no, I'm not drunk. And she's like, so what is your excuse? <laughs> she's like pissed at him. She's pissed and I love her here. It reminds me of the scene where she yells at him outside her apartment. And she's like, there is no us. I love that. There's me and you. We're over. I love that scene. And she's just like, stop calling my apartment. I don't want Aiden to know about you. She's like, like he doesn't know about you and I don't want him to ever know about you. Yeah, and she leaves the bar. She knocks over a couple chairs. And he's like, Carrie, wait. And she's like, oh, go lay in your beige bed. <laughs> oh, God, I love her so much in this scene. And Ugh. she start, you can see her start to break down. And yeah, she's I, upset. I find myself screaming at the TV, don't let him get to you. Tune him out. But it doesn't work. He's like, I miss you. And she's like, too bad. But then she gets in the elevator and he rushes in and follows after her. And this scene makes me so uncomfortable. Me too. He keeps kissing her even when she pushes him away. And finally she just gives in. And she says, fuck me. <sighs> and they obviously, it, I mean, they have sex. They smoke a cigarette It cuts together. to them smoking in bed. And she looks so good. She looks so good. And she's like, and just like that, I lost my head. Oh, it's such a good fucking episode. She's so dumb. It's so annoying. But I like, really, really understand her and relate to her in a very yes. uncomfortable way. And that's why I'm saying this. She's so dumb. I hate this. Yeah. Moment. I hate watching her. It just this. makes me sad. It bums me out. Like, let yourself be with the person who's better for you. Let yourself grow. Be let with yourself... the person who loves and respects you. And yeah. lo respects your boundaries. He doesn't, like... Force himself on you. And also... Literally. Like, pull you back and forth and push you away and then want you back when you're happy with someone else. Like, it's just so toxic. Like, Aiden is very clearly, like, making time for you, putting in the effort for you, like, all of these things. Making your life big, better. Yeah, it's a benefit in the way that Big never was. God. So I just, I don't understand it. It, it just blows my mind. But, I mean, it's not, it's not something that, it's not reasonable. It's not. But, but it's... That's, that's, That's what makes love, it I good. Guess. At, it what makes it good TV. Yeah, it's exciting. It's like you're you're yell. I was yelling at my TV watching this. I was like, I know what happens, <laughs> and I can't believe it. 
Oh, but yeah, I love that. I love watching. I had so much fun with this episode. I'm so glad you picked it. Me too. Um, I'm really excited to talk about our next one as well. Me too. Should it's we tell them what sleigh. it is? Or no? Yes. Yeah. It is season three, episode six. We're going back a couple. It's the episode, Are We Sluts? Which and it's is a great episode. It's laugh good. out loud funny. It's so good. One of my it's one of my picks. I love this episode. It's so much fun. I can't wait for y'all uh, to hear it. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my god, he's online! Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? Can I speak to Angelina, please? No, she died.